Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Today on the Ether, Super Terra brings us into the cosmos, a discussion on the NFT space. Let's take a listen. Oh, great, to, great to be here as always. Uh, amazing. Uh, I only pressed uh, start about uh, a few seconds ago, so great, great to see already quite a few folks in here. I see the skeleton punks are joining us and um Terra Space is absolutely on the money there straight away. Always uh, amazing in terms of the great work that Finn and, and, and the Terra Space's team do for the space. Uh, so the intention for tonight, uh, my my usual uh, good friend, the co-host, uh, Simon, is actually um, on his travels. I think he might be there by now. Uh, he's moving to Bali for a few months, which, uh, which will be interesting. Uh, Likewise or just for the free time? Um, I think in terms of, uh, I think it's pretty much is going to be uh, work-wise. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he's going to be there for, uh, I think, three to four months. So it'd be quite interesting to see kind of, nice. yeah, how, how he gets on there. Uh, there's a bit of a challenge with the time difference. It was already uh, 6 a.m. Australian time. Uh, well, so no, and Australia has a number of time zones, but there's the time zone Simon was in uh, when we sort of start these sessions. Uh, I believe now, if he was to join, and I'd be highly surprised if he does, it would be 3 a.m. Bali time. So we're going to try and find a new spot so that Simon and I can continue our regular spaces. They might actually be perhaps earlier in the day my time, but I still quite like the the Monday 9 p.m.s, uh, and that's that's the plan. So as always, fa- fairly loose um, agenda. We've got a whole range of uh, projects that I'm expecting to join and chat. Um, um, and we got um, a, a new name as well up on on the on the speakers um, uh, as well. So we'll, we'll certainly get get you involved as well, uh, uh, Brendan uh, Brendan Cooper. I am GPT three. So I'll be interested to hear from you shortly. Uh, we're expecting. I can see tra- traders have joined, which is great. They're going to give us a uh, a live running mint um, update. I can see. Uh, Decentrafest uh, uh, as as they build towards the uh, the big epic. Um, virtual and uh, real world events. It'd be great if you guys want to step forward at some point to to share that. Um, obviously, my good friends from uh, Loop Finance have joined, uh, and uh, and uh, literally as I spoke, uh, Eclipse Pad um, has just joined as well. So I don't know if that's Simon masquerading under that, or it's uh, or it's the general sort of uh, team there. So I know, as I say, it's very, very, very early for Simon. So, <laughs> uh, but amazing if he does join. He's he's crazy enough that he might just do that. I was speaking to him at the airport yesterday. So you never know. Um, so I guess yeah, let, let's let, get things kicked off. So uh, stoned. What, how's how's uh, how's the last week treated you? Any interesting things that you've spotted in the market? And then I'll go through a bit of an update. So 
just market wise um i was happy to um to deep dive into sappy seals and i'm very happy just as an investor to to be involved with them and um, i'm also trying to to contact Wap, uh, one of the founders for a potential collaboration or partnership with stone ducks but nothing nothing concrete yet just i i have the ambition to do that and um we're starting the female ducks mint um in just two months we have floor price based staking ecosystem um going live uh, we already have it live um we minted two months ago and yeah comics are out music is out clothing line one is out um our super uh, rare customizable baby ducks that were made by holders um were airdropped to the holders it happened a lot and i'm i'm, I'm pretty proud of that um i i can't complain at all person personal wise i'm 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 super happy with what i'm doing um i have a little bit of fever since um since it's morning but i just keep on uh, eating meds like smarties to to be in a working <laughs> working shape <laughs> excellent and, um i could totally by the way relate to uh, the info you gave about being on spaces uh, in the, at 3 a.m. and being crazy enough to join because uh, I mostly join US spaces and uh, they usually start at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. my time. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent. Now, I, I've joined quite a few late night spaces, not, not so much recently, and I can empathize on the feeling under the weather because I had something last week that kind of just wiped me out for a few days. So I had uh, just a few early nights and, and a fairly quiet one, uh, which is probably uh, all for the best. Um, so, so, yeah, I guess in terms of kind of you know, my own observations, it's obviously great to see um, yeah, the progress that Stone Ducks are making. But obviously last week was a big leap, uh, leap <laughs> big week for Loop uh, with the launch of the uh, – Trador's uh, collection, which was the first uh, new collection on, on the um, Loop NFT marketplace. Uh, they also launched the, the decks that went live a few days ago as well. I caught part of a very lengthy spaces that uh, Simon was involved in over the weekend, which is a really good listen. Uh, caught up with it later because I, I was, I was uh, otherwise engaged at the time, but a very interesting uh, uh, session, quite a lengthy, um, you know, deep dive into everything that's happening there. Um, and I, I guess I have a little bit of sort of update to share. So I've been caught up with with Jay from Loop earlier, who sends her apologies. She's super busy with with a number of things happening. Uh, one particular project who may join us on on today's spaces is um, Aqua, who are set to launch um, as the uh, the second main uh, collection on the uh, on the uh, the Loop NFT marketplace. They're due to launch, I believe on the 29th so they they may step up and and and, uh, and speak on this space and obviously if you are here either raise your hand or uh, or let me know very happily get you guys up to talk a little bit about your project and um, also i've been advised today as well the main loop internal project which is the uh, the spaced apes which uh, were first um Intended for Terra, and I say that's a lot in these spaces. Uh, estimated date for these two to actually uh, hit the streets. Uh, we're looking at probably the back end 
of September slash early October. So just another one to, to bear in mind for anyone who's waiting for those. And I guess in terms of other general um, announcements, uh, I'm looking shortly to do a, a, a spaces with uh, my good friends from Dystope AI. They are part of the uh, substantial movement of projects to uh, Polygon. Uh, that um, if anyone uh, has those old Terra NFTs uh, from particular projects, if you go in and check on uh, the One Planet uh, migration uh, page, put your Terra wallet in, and you can see the NFTs that you have that are set to move across in the next few weeks. And probably last but not least, although they too seem to have dropped off, I was going to mention that I'd seen that um, the Skeleton Punks have made a successful move to uh, the uh, the Terra 2 chain uh, via the uh, Cosmoverse, not Cosmoverse, because it could get confusing, uh, which was created, I believe, by the, um, the Astro Heroes team. So, uh, yeah, those are kind of the main things that I've uh, spotted in the, the last week from my kind of semi, I wouldn't say sick bed, just feeling dog rough and plowing on bed if, if there's such a thing. Uh, but, uh, but, yes, I think given, you know, it's, it's a fairly... Uh, relatively quiet part of summer i think it's far from it in the in the nft and crypto space also great to see um as eclipse pad starts to build out we are a a, a growing band of at this stage volunteers looking to build out what could be a very exciting and, and game-changing opportunity obviously headed by simon who as i say is either <laughs> hopefully asleep but certainly ideally in Bali by now. Um, so you, you'll hopefully start to see more activity from the Eclipse team. There's lots of things starting to happen there as well. So that's also very exciting. And um, and we'll be looking to get some of our own spaces going where we can share some of those activities as well. Uh, but this, this space is all about open debate, open discussion. So really pleased to welcome a, a new face. And, and it is a face as well. It's not um, an NFT or a, or a logo. So um, I am MGP, uh, welcome. It's great to be here. Thank you for having us today. Um, I'm excited to be on. Talk about Andromeda. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Please do go ahead. No, great. We'd love to. I'd love to hear more. I'm sure everyone else will as well. Okay, great. So, uh, the Andromeda protocol is an operating system and an application development platform. Um, it is a really ambitious project that is um, creating um, the capability to deliver uh, composable solutions that lets existing projects and new projects create um, new um, uh, DApps uh, and uh, DeFi instruments. We have a library of uh, something like Lego blocks that can be a functionality that can be composed and can extend the functionality of existing projects and <clears throat> can let people build uh, new solutions. We like, um, of course, we like the NFT space. We like, um, I actually came from that space. My uh, background is I started out um, in the space with the, um, the largest collectible company in the world, Panini. And, and for them, we created the very first officially licensed collectibles for uh, the FIFA World Cup, the NBA, uh, the NFL and English Premier League and other globally recognized brands. And while we were trying to do that, and once we got that to market, 
uh, along the way, I was working with uh, my colleague, um, Cody Marks Bailey. Um, Cody uh, had been working with me to deliver a solution on the Ethereum uh, uh, blockchain. And these global um, uh, licensors, they really wanted uh, certain kinds of functionality like uh, uh, enforcement of royalties and uh, being able to carry copyright and other information with individual NFTs. And so the, and we couldn't get it done on Ethereum. And so Cody and I, so we ended up implementing actually a, a closed system for uh, Panini using um, uh, the Hyperledger platform, which is another open source uh, project that uh, uh, corporate enterprises are using for different solutions. And Cody actually left the Ethereum uh, community after doing some pretty uh, amazing work, including uh, helping build the, um, uh, the original 721 standard that's uh, widely used for NFTs. And when he called me and showed me what was possible on uh, uh, Terra using the Cosmos SDK uh, and the um, Rust programming language, I, I hit the exits. I quit the, the corporate life and uh, joined the, um, the revolution. We've been heads down and building for about 15 months. This is a long-term infrastructure play and we're in in the the final weeks of um, actually being able to pull the uh, covers off this and let people come in and start um, using it. If you're a user, you're going to get an experience that looks like um, uh, you have apps, and it uses all the metaphors of your mobile phone or your you know your your desktop with uh, icons that you can click uh, to click on um, DApps that. Um, other people have built and utilities and other uh, types of capabilities. You can also access a no-code builder. So on the on the um, what this operating system does is by breaking down all the the, the functions that you would use uh, on a blockchain, uh, it makes them uh, the functionality composable. So today, uh, pretty much the world over, um, the way we build. Uh, smart contracts is in a monolithic style. We have a large, um, we, we have a very uh, compact smart contract and all the functionality is inside one, maybe two, may, maybe three uh, smart contracts. And what this does is it, it makes it really complicated. It makes it fraught with um, uh, other security risks. And what we've done is we've been able to break that down into composable pieces that interact in really defined ways. And with the no code builder, we can give people the power to actually start assembling these building blocks, these Legos of functionality and deliver quite complex solutions. And we've got a number of examples that we can talk about later, but the, um, but where we are now is um, it, it's, it's coming together. We've got a, a a private beta where we are uh, starting to really look at it, uh, and it's it's really novel. There's nothing else like it um, that we know of. Uh, the way it's engineered, uh, the way everything that we've built exists on chain, which is important because um, most of the uh, NFT marketplaces around the world and the um, uh, the NFTs they are controlled using APIs that are um, off the chain. They're they're uh, 
basically Web 2.0 technologies. By having everything on the chain, it gives us uh, a lot more control. And the NFTs can control themselves. They can operate autonomously. They can start doing some things uh, that we haven't seen before. And we got some really interesting use cases uh, coming up fast. I'll stop there and um, invite any questions or. Yep. Well, first of all, thank you ever so much for stepping forward. I was uh, I was not expecting such a thorough, deep, and 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 really fascinating uh, introductory uh, <laughs> couple of minutes. Sorry, no, no, that... did I, yeah, did I go too far? <laughs> no, 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 that's no, that's fantastic. So, so I really, I guess my first question is: um, I remember an Andromeda protocol being developed in Terra. Are, are you the same guys? Is this the kind yes, of new guys? Ah, yeah. brilliant! Brilliant. Yeah. Yes, because I know I, I sort of followed, you know, your white paper and, you know, sure. I'll be honest, I mean, for full disclosure, I'm more in the NFT space than I am in the DeFi space. Simon sure. is, the, yeah, is the brains of the operation in terms of, of the spaces we normally run together. So he would he would absolutely be in heaven hearing this. But um, but for me, I, I think the exciting thing there that you've talked about was is kind of the origins, obviously, from, from, from the ETH platform with some incredible innovative individuals. Um, I also love the, the, the geeky me from when I was a kid loves the fact that you were involved with Bonini as well because I I used sure. to collect the, uh, the 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 English uh, the English stickers for the for the football so I can certainly relate to that or yeah. soccer as 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 it may be called in some parts of the world um, but no I mean if, I mean for me um, I guess first question is kind of you know when is it launching I'm just having a quick look at your website now and uh, there's there's a lot of power here you know very much in the heart of Web three. Sure. Uh, I, I didn't know. I mean, I guess actually, no. Let, let me start with the first question. The, if for want of a better expression, the death of Terra. How did that impact you guys, or were you already planning for a kind of a, an existence beyond that world? Yeah. So, well, first of all, we we are, <clears throat> uh, you know, our history goes back to the 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 very beginnings of the the Terra blockchain and the the amazing community that. Um, uh, developed there, I, you know. I think still it's one of the strongest uh, uh, developer communities in the world, and very, very inspiring. The the kind of talent and the innovation that's happening there. When we started um, this project, we imagined from the very beginning that we would be a multi-chain protocol, and so what we're building actually um, operates on any. Um, uh, Cosmos ecosystem blockchain that is IBC enabled and uses um, the Cosmos and Rust stack uh, for their smart contracts. And so when the um, uh, Terra event happened, we basically accelerated our, um, our go-to-market plan, which was always to start going across the uh, Cosmos ecosystem. Of course, um, we were and have been really, really uh, excited because, um, one, we've been very well received. Uh, what we're doing is really innovative breakthrough, and it was great to have um, recognition of that from other uh, people, uh, you know, technical and leadership across the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, and so that's basically what happened we we have a um we we basically pivoted uh we started uh building um 
on other blockchains. We started um, on another one. And so we right now we're on four different blockchains uh, with more to come. And again, right now we're in the testing phase. We're in an early beta um, and it's private for the moment. And we're looking forward to opening that up and letting people uh, see what we've done. It's been a lot harder than we originally anticipated. And it turns out that it's it's shaping up to be much, much better, more powerful, and really address a very large uh, design space, which is exciting. It's what the space needs. We, it needs it's too hard to build, it's too hard for people to create um, and innovate and, and bring new business models and, and just you know new functionality to NFTs to market. And I think we're, we're going to change that. So I would have another question. You mentioned there are Lego-like uh, blocks that uh, can differentiate from normal coding. Can I imagine it like um, coding an Unreal Engine with uh, the visual components where you have these components that you can just uh, drop together, drag and drop together in an interface, and it's, um, it results in the same functioning as designing a code? Yes. Yeah, so actually, what we've done is we've created a no-code builder And we've also created a command line interface. And for the audience that's that's non-technical, uh, a command line interface is uh, where you're just using the, um, uh, the simple text to interact with and uh, program using uh, programming languages. And so what we've done is we've created a powerful no-code builder that lets you draw, drag and drop these um, Legos onto a canvas and then uh, interconnect those. And what's interesting, they can interconnect uh, seamlessly across different blockchains so that if you wanted to make use of uh, you know, a privacy chain, for example, you could um, extend the functionality that way. Uh, you could uh, pull currencies and, or other NFTs across uh, from one blockchain to another using the uh, IBC, which is the Cosmos uh, Interblockchain Communication Protocol. So we're, we're not limited by the uh, no-code metaphor. We, we have our own command line interface that developers can use. We've got a saying inside. Cody likes to say that you can't run a, um, uh, a billion-dollar company on a plug-in. So what we've created is a, uh, a command line interface that has all the capabilities and more of the, um, the no-code builder. But this is just part of engineering a an enterprise class um, solution, which is what, we, what we've built. That's what we're building. That's amazing. As I say, I, I'm, my brain is still wrapping itself around, but um, I, I would say, as always with these spaces, and you've chosen the perfect one to join, we are always about open discussion and inviting projects, old, new, and developing to come and join us. So I guess for me, anyone who wants to ask that question now, please do press the request button and uh, great opportunity to talk to um, protocol that's developing something very impressive. As I say, I remember you guys from from the terror days as you were starting to build things forward. So, you know, great to see the way you've already massively taken that further forward. I, I sense that Stoned may have another question as well. I would have a question out of personal curiosity if you are up for it. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. I would have a question out of personal curiosity if you would be up for it. Sure, let's go. So our project, um, Stone Ducks, was based on Terra 2. 
before Terra crashed. And then we luckily managed to save the funds and migrate them to another chain and start on ETH. So you mentioned you want to be interoperable for Cosmos chains, of course. I was thinking about EVMOS and I was, of course, thinking about making our project multi-chain in the long run too. So could I imagine an ETH NFT project maybe via EVMOS and then being IBC compatible um, also integrated in your protocol? So, yes, uh, possibly. We are built um, and it is required for the access to our full library of um, uh, composable objects. We call them Andromeda Digital Objects, ADOs. And this library of composable objects exists uh, using the uh, Cossum Wassum stack uh, and yeah, Rust found that. on, yeah. So, but we can actually use um, uh, certain capabilities uh, on uh, an EVM or um, a, a chain that's using the Solidity smart contract, nice. but it's, 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 it's more limited. Uh, because the the language is really yeah. really difficult yeah yeah no but thanks that's uh, that's interesting because in the long run, long run of course um, i i agree with uh, the future being multi-chain especially for nft projects since i think that the end consumer won't really care about which chain the project runs on but more um about the project itself so um i'm always looking for viable multi-chain options and that sounds really cool thank you all right, you bet. Thank you, and I, I agree. I think the the, the future's multi-chain, and when we all, as um, builders and developers, when we do our jobs right and we've built the right solutions, uh, we're not talking about the technology anymore. It disappears, and people are getting great experiences um, with the security of uh, public blockchain infrastructure, and you know the the, uh, the actual um, chains underneath. Uh, become um, less important, less visible. To yeah, it's, it's like yeah. nobody knows that banks are running on old cobalt. Um. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Give me what I want, and if I get what I want, that's 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 good. So, I think yeah, it's more on the head. Oh no, you go. Sorry, Spater. No, so as I say, I hit you the nail a nail on the head. Ideally, it's one thing I often talk about. Multi-chain is absolutely where my head's been at for quite some time, and, and that that predates the Terra collapse. But also, I think it is a bit. It's the kind of the Intel inside question. It's about making sure that there's a robust under, underpinning architecture, and that the normie doesn't really care. The, the systems, the processes that are running in the background. It's about that, that, that capability set. So, yeah, I think, I think uh, what you're talking about here sounds robust, scalable, and ultimately for, for this space to succeed in a major adoption way, um, the sort of things you're talking about there, kind of breaking down those barriers, making things easier to, to, um, to use across different, uh, different as, as we now know them as chains, um, uh, that seamless experience, I guess that's that's something that, that, from what you said in your very lengthy intro, it is clear. <laughs> clear no, it's brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I, I think if if all if all my guests were like you, I, I I would literally just have to say hello, and then that would be it. But no, and that's a compliment. That's a compliment. It was really really interesting. Um, uh, no, but in all seriousness, I think I guess what I'm trying to say, my rambling way late at night, is that what what you're talking about there is is a massive building block for a 
adoption. And I really like your, your reference there to the Legos. And I personally have already just added you. Love to do a follow-up. And, and I think it would be great to get you on a session as well with when Simon's available, because I think he'd absolutely love um, that sort of um, deeper dive discussion as well, if, if you're up for that. You bet. Absolutely. Um, Fantastic. And, you know, depending on, yeah, depending on the timing. Um, and in fact, I don't think I gave you a, a straight answer on when when this thing's live. Um, the answer is right now we're driving on a um, uh, end of September date for uh, which is about six weeks out for the um, uh, a public beta. And, you know, that depends on how this private beta goes and hitting all our dates. We're as, as a dev team. It's, a, it's an amazing dev team. We've gotten in a really good um, cadence in terms of what we're delivering um, and the regularity of the um, uh, updates. So pretty, pretty excited uh, about that. Again, we can't wait to um, show the world. It's, there, there aren't many projects that are building um, uh, this long. And a lot of it is because there's a lot of under-engineered um, solutions in the world. And, you know, it's been a uh, an environment where getting the market fast and making your token go up and those sorts of things have been, um, well, it creates huge incentives to, to go really, really fast. And um, we've been all about from the very beginning creating a um, – a really important piece of uh, infrastructure that's uh, groundbreaking, both from a user experience, but also for the people that want to build and create um, new solutions. So maybe so. To, to broaden up the discussion a bit, and cause Superterra already mentioned it, um, we all came to the, I think we all agreed on that, to the conclusion that the mainstream user likely won't care which chain is used. I was uh, thinking about that as a problem as of late because I realized that it could lead to the majority of people um, involved with blockchain not caring about decentralization or about financial independence or smart contract-based institutions anymore, but only care about the new and very fast and, and, and fluctuant um, system. But um, my fear is that chains like, for example, BNB or, or other more centralized chains uh, could be um, more attractive to, to the normal user simply because they are cheaper and faster, which, of course, would result in the decentralization getting lost if uh, these are the chains that become adopted. Um, do you guys agree with that? Like, do you also fear that too fast adoption of mainstream users before the tech is ripe could lead to the tech being too centralized? Um, <clears throat> I mean, it, it is a concern. It's something that we keep an eye on. Uh, it's really, really important to us and actually central to the architecture um, of our system. So we're a big believer in um, decentralized systems and the more decentralized, the better. And Here's the thing, as, as builders and engineers and people operating this space, it's up to us to deliver uh, solutions that can't be matched. And so we've got to prove that decentralization is, in fact, better. Not, not just conceptually, not just theoretically, but we can actually build better stuff that people like better, that has better results uh, for users. And... I think we can do that. I think we can do that in some really important ways. Um, 
one of them is just the rapid uh, composability. You know, the, the, the state of the art, what m- most of the world is doing is they're using Web 2.0 and te- uh, technologies uh, and using APIs to in, in, um, interrogate and in, um, interact with public blockchain infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really technical for, for, the, for the non-technical crowd. But basically what it means is you've got servers that are controlled by some corporation and they interact with uh, the chain and they have control uh, of your stuff and when you have access to it and whether it works or not. And what we've built is a library that is completely on chain. Everything lives on chain. All of your in- intentionality, all the functionality that you want uh, lives on chain. There's no intermediaries. When you transact using this platform, there's no one in the middle. The, um, the actual NFTs uh, uh, basically broker themselves and the it's between a um uh a buyer and a seller there, there's I no actually, one in the middle i actually thought about that problem and uh i came to the conclusion that concerning eth and the problem for nfts if you want to call it a problem because they they never are going to get hacked but nfts are also often just a hyperlink to a avs server right right so, so early earlier so earlier, what i what yeah, i was yeah, what I what what I was thinking is it would be possible to just cold storage the whole collection with metadata, and in case the AVS goes offline, you could just restore it, and it could be a simple and elegant solution if you have multiple cold storages from independent individuals, maybe independent DAO members. Um, but if you have the whole library on chain, that's of course also a solution. Yeah, I agree. And we've actually had this thought, too. So when you've got <clears throat> libraries on sep- on different chains, um, it creates opportunity to move your capability from um, uh, one place to another. And earlier when I was talking about the um, we've got to prove that uh, decentralization, uh, de- decentralization is is better. You know, one really good example, I think, for everyone uh, on this call, if you're in the NFTs, and especially if you're a, a creator uh, or a a licensor, um, we can enforce uh, royalties. Like we can enforce it across uh, any exchange because the intentions and the, the the logic that control the transfer or are all on chain. So if you're using other marketplaces today, for example, that aren't fully decentralized. Uh, you can take someone can take your NFT. They can uh, transact it using another marketplace, and they can avoid whatever royalties uh, that uh, you know that that marketplace is um, uh, collecting on your behalf. And what we do is we create um, all of those that functionality uh, on chain so that the NFT enforces it. And it doesn't matter. There's nobody in the middle. So then the royalty is always enforced. Nice. That's cool. Very, very interesting indeed. Uh, I think now really, really enjoyed uh, the discussion. Uh, 
Uh, anyone want to step up from the floor and ask, ask some questions whilst we've got um, uh, one of the, the Andromeda founders up here? I mean, otherwise we can look to sort of uh, get, so I know there's a few others waiting in the wings who are keen to give their own project updates as well. But I'm, I'm um, also you know, always ready to to share some SDSC stuff. So just say the word. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So, yeah, so no, if anyone else does want to uh, step forward, please do press the request button. Uh, and uh, Stoned, if you check your DMs, you'll see I've got a request for you as well. <laughs> Nothing I, I saw that the problem is last time I accepted co-host while I already be a speaker, it kind of fucked up the whole space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, that's true. So, in fact, I, I have an alternative idea. Um, I will add someone else to co-host i'm not expecting them to speak it's okay. just sometimes sometimes i have issues with accepting other speakers up when i'm when i'm the only host um so hopefully they will see that request it doesn't mean i want them to speak uh, they're just a, a trusted uh, listener who can hopefully um at least help me out there um so yes so if anyone else does want to step forward and ask questions otherwise um as i say i know we have several in the wings um who who are looking to share uh, some updates in alpha uh, whilst, we're, whilst we're doing that, thank you very much, my, my good friends from Loot. Um, that will hopefully uh, free up whatever the technical issue was that I had, where I basically couldn't oh. actually get anything working. So, uh, and um, and um, and Oco knows all about that from previous spaces. Twitter Spaces, I still say, is is a beta test. It it doesn't doesn't quite work. Um, so, thank you ever so much. Uh, really, really enjoyed the. Uh, the, the the conversation, Brendan. That was really really interesting indeed, and I'll certainly be following up with with you afterwards as well. Um, so uh, yes, I, I know uh, I know there's a couple of projects are keen to to give us other updates. So please feel free to uh, press that older request button, and we'll we'll get you up on stage and, and uh, we'll go through some of your updates. Uh, I'm certainly interested in uh, there was one that sent me some private alpha, uh, which was the uh, skeleton punks, uh, and then they promptly dropped off the uh, call because I think they had some they had had some issues. So I'm hopefully hoping they're back in the space because uh, they're going to update on that on a new uh, launch that they've got coming as well. Otherwise, I can only also recommend people to check out Unstables, which also are migrating to Polygon. I think in a few days. Yeah, um, they're a cool project. Just like yeah. Skeleton Punks. And I just have to say, in all honesty, I think Unstables was, for me personally, of course, next to Stone Ducks, uh, the best art on Terra. So if you like NFTs that have an art focus, uh, check out Unstables, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd certainly go with that. And also I can see Coleman in the audience uh, and the, the Baby Bulls are set to join the uh, the move to, with one planet as well to Polygon, obviously another excellent collection that started oh, yeah. out as a char charity mint. I think it's good to give those guys a shout out. Um, and, and clearly, I, I'm very excited as well. Although they've not moved yet, but the uh, the Ball Club, Luna Balls, as were I believe, are getting closer to their own uh, migration, which, as I understand, I think is intended to be to Solana. So, looking forward to that. Um, and uh, in terms of, as I say, skeleton punks were keen to talk about their own exciting migration and a, another another good art project as well. Um, I did see as well uh, the uh, successful, uh, if you like, rebirth of the galactic uh, punks. I'm certainly interested to see how those guys bounce back. And I think we could see a bit of life in the Terra 2 chain as a result. They they absolutely were you know, the, the, the ultimate 
um, project in, in the old Terra world. Uh, oh yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for them to to really get it started again because I managed to snatch two of the rarest GPs uh, while Terra crashed. So. <laughs> oh really? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Now I I still never actually have managed to get hold of a galactic pug, uh, but I I'm an admirer from afar. I think the nearest I've got was. Um, um, I, I was in. I've been in the company of many galactic punks holders, but I I, I, I rather enjoyed a a, um, a uh, t-shirt that uh, Rebel Defy was wearing uh, in my one and only UK Terra meeting. I'm sure uh, uh, those of us that were at that at that event will never forget it because literally, uh, as we were drinking and and actually enjoying. The fact that uh, this new chain was doing well, we didn't realize the whole damn thing was collapsing around our ears. But never mind, never mind. Um, so I just see the trader is up. Um, I uh, think absolutely, yeah. We'll give them the floor, and then maybe I can I can get into a little bit into SDSC. Yeah, of course, of course. So I mean, first of all, uh, was it about around about a week ago or slightly longer? Uh, maybe, maybe about a week ago. The the time time warps in my mind. You know, time in in crypto. Is 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 is, is um, sped up anyway. It's certainly in my mind it is. But um, Traders launched as the first um, project to launch on the new Loop NFT marketplace with with uh, an exciting. Um, we did a live spaces, in fact, which was good fun. The first one I've ever done uh, for a couple of hours, which is very enjoyable. So great to have you on here. How's it going? A few days later. Yeah, well, uh, tomorrow will be one week that the Mint was open, so uh, progressing. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's been a really fun journey so far. Uh, we just, uh, there was a little bug uh, with the staking that got kind of resolved today, so that's uh, backing up and operational again, which is really exciting. See people uh, be able to stake their, their traders and uh, claim those loop tokens. I mean, the whole loop uh, platform has really been kicking off in the last few days. Like the DEX uh, went live for swapping, and now the DEX aggregator is going to come. So, you know, all those, uh, all the, the functionality of loop is really going to come into play here soon, which is really exciting. Um, for for both me and from the community and and just to to see everybody kind of get into form and and you know do their LP positions and, and trade and do all those different things so that's all super fun and exciting um, so yeah I mean at this point like I'm checking right now we still have uh, three of the or no sorry yeah so three of the tier twos which have twenty five thousand loop and point four G key for anybody who's like a G key gelato fan out there. Um, those are pretty rare. And then uh, we still have the tier one, which is a hundred thousand loop and one G key. So uh, there's still some really big prizes out there in the mint, and I'm hoping that uh, we can see somebody mint some of those soon because I just I want to see that excitement out of somebody when they uh, when they win an instant like you know massive return on their on their mint. So yeah that's all very exciting um and then other than that uh we're looking at actually getting something on testnet for our games uh i think actually next either end of this week or next week is the the latest i got so uh that's kind of that's like that's gonna be coming here soon and that's exciting for us too um i think it's going to be a closed test uh so it's just gonna be more like showing some functionality and, and different things like that but you know we're able to make some progress in the background on some of those things um here 
And uh, I, I'm really happy to be able to share some of that with, with people. Um, and then uh, I haven't announced this yet, but I am going to be dropping some um, alpha. I was hoping to get a, a tweet out before this. I could pin here, but I didn't get a chance to, so I'll just verbally say it. Um, we have a, a second collection that uh, I've had in mind the whole time, but uh, was kind of just holding on to it. Um, so I'm going to be sharing some of the details about you know what that second collection is going to be, who's going to get airdropped it. Uh, it's just going to be like a free thing for for people who hold multiple of our NFTs. Uh, and it's, I think it's a pretty fun one. So I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, so yeah, so I'll, I'll be sharing more details of that here in the next day or two. Um, whenever I can find a, a little bit of time to, to craft up something for uh, a nice tweet thread on it. And uh, I think that people will be really happy with it. So yeah, that's kind of the alpha for today, but uh, I definitely would say rec recommend watching out for that. And uh, you know, uh, if, if you haven't had a chance yet to go try out the Loop NFT marketplace, it's been wonderfully smooth. Um, you know, the functionality is great. Uh, the the mint is super quick and easy and and intuitive. And now that we have uh, the 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 like upgrading or the updating stats, like you can actually really track and real time the probability of minting the super rare ones. How many are there? How many are left? What the like APR on them is and, and everything. So that's that's all really nice uh, functionality. Excellent. And I like the way you, 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 without any prompting, drop some additional alpha there. So <laughs> that, that, sounds, that sounds really good. So just to, to recap my understanding, uh, there's going to be an announcement around uh, something arriving for people that, that have uh, minted multiple NFTs. Is that right? Yes. So it, uh, like I said, I'm going to have a, a thread that includes all the details. Um, but yeah, we're going to, we have a second collection that we're going to drop that's going to be for people who are uh, like multiple mentors for us. Um, so what that exact threshold is going to be, uh, I'm going to still work out because I, I want it to go out to the people who supported us. I don't want to make it like a, a difficult, you know, like level to reach, but I also know that there's a fair amount of work with artists for doing that. So got to give him some, some, you know, some uh some input on how much that's gonna like how much of his time he's got to to put towards that and don't want to overwork him he's already done a ton for us so yeah we're working through those final details right now and uh hopefully i'll be able to release some of those details um soon like i'm hoping tomorrow excellent look forward to hearing more about that as well now that sounds fantastic and um yeah good luck with the rest of the mint so uh, less than a week uh which which again shows how uh Quickly, time moves in 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 uh, in, in crypto because it feels like it's already well established. Um, so so that's that's really good. Uh, again, anyone sort of listening from the floor, if you want to sort of uh, step forward, ask questions of, of either traders. And I know that Brendan has stepped down. I don't know if he's. I think is he still on the. Um, on the spaces, but if not, it's really good to hear from him. Um, uh, so yeah, if anyone has questions for traders or indeed wants to share your own updates, I can see, as I said, as I said, I said earlier, I mean, Simon's a bit more blunt than me, he picks on people. <laughs> but uh, I, I can see obviously Rec Wolf in the audience, you know, Decentralfest, which which obviously, yeah, exciting developments there. Lots of other names and faces. So yeah, if anyone wants to uh, step forward and share your, your kind of thoughts on on the current market, uh, innovations that have caught your eye, projects that are 
getting developed that you'd like to talk about, then please do uh, do press that button. Otherwise, um, I mean, it's always a pleasure anyway to hand over to Ocko, but we'll certainly go through the, the next elements of um, Stone Ducks. You can see someone's set up before. Excellent. It's it's the lovely uh, de de decentralized the Festa guys. So hey, uh, welcome. Yeah, great to have you on here. Hey, thanks guys. Sorry, I was uh, I was listening intently, uh, especially interested in uh, the traders update and uh, obviously Stone Ducks. Um, obviously, working pretty closely with the Loop team ourselves. We had our own spaces. Uh, I think it was last week. I think I'm a bit like you, Super Terror, and losing all track of time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were we were super rugged on ours. I was kicked off and as host, and yeah. So if you think this has been glitchy as a, as a Twitter Spaces, then you should uh, should you should try and listen back. Um, just a shout out to Finn for editing that back because that must have taken some work. Um, but yeah, it was just um, just a just a bit of an update from our side, really. I, I think a, a few people may have tuned into it, but um, yeah, we're still full, full steam ahead. We're still yet to decide which um, exactly which chain we're going to launch on. So all that talk earlier from Andromeda about cross chain and everything that you promote, Super Terra, is is absolutely up our street. Um, we like to think that we've been a bit of a, one of the best kept secrets in crypto, uh, but that's all going to change in the next couple of weeks or so. We've got a full on marketing and PR campaign coming. Um, in the early part of uh, September. Um, but yeah, just loads of great stuff to share. Um, obviously, you know that we're working with the, the Strange Clan guys, the, the guys at Passage 3D. Um, they're working on our, as our Metaverse partner. Uh, a little bit of alpha for you, um, which is always good to share, as you like it on your uh, spaces. Um, they're working on our NFT concepts as we speak. Um, we've already had the first few iterations coming through, and they look absolutely incredible. Um, as well as being fantastic art, they're going to come with some pretty incredible um, utility, which I know is really important to a lot of people. Um, as doing some NFT art myself, I'm, I'm you know really passionate about the artwork, but also about driving utility back to those those holders. So keep a lookout for the next few weeks as we start to leak some information. Um, but yeah, if, if if the guys at Traders wouldn't mind just giving us a bit of insight for the um, for the loop. Um, uh, nft launchpad that would be great just for your own experiences of it all and um yeah your your thoughts i know you said it was pretty smooth but if you've got any more info that'd be brilliant to hear yeah definitely i mean i i've definitely been taking note of a lot of different things sharing with the team some insights some some you know adjustments and i'm always happy to share i, I see rusty out there in the crowd and i, I know i've been uh, offering uh some in, insights into the launch on loop with with that team as well, the Knots team. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say, uh, you know, definitely don't uh, don't undersell the like learning curve. Uh, as with anything new, a lot of people, um, you know, depending on which, you know, where your community is coming from, they're, they're maybe working with Juno for the first time. They're working on a new launch pad, uh, new maybe DEXs that they're having to navigate. So like, Definitely don't undersell the amount of education that it takes to kind of um, to get people ready to mint like that, that. I think that that's really the best like uh, kind of uh, like uh, alpha or not alpha. That's not the right word, but like the, the best input I could give you is like don't undersell how much effort needs to go into just like education and training and teaching and, and providing help and, and being present in the community during that like minting period to like answer questions um because it is it's new for a lot of people and that uh that can make that can be a barrier so yeah that that's one of the, the number one things i would say is just like be prepared to answer the same question a lot of times over and be prepared to just like 
prepare education materials to, to, to walk people through different things, to have a lot of different questions. And, and um, yeah, like that was, you know, we, we put in a good amount of time, like trying to help people in the like pre-mint phase. And uh, we thought we had like a really good, like discord channel. We like thought we did all this stuff. We were like, Oh yeah, we're ready for this. Like any question that people are going to ask, like we've got the answer somewhere. We didn't have the answers for everything. I promise you, like, nah, <laughs> like, I, I think we did a good job, but we, we could have definitely done better. Like I always can do better. So, um, that's, that's going to definitely be like a, a top recommendation. No, I appreciate that. And I think that's, um, one of the things we're really conscious of, um, the first set of, uh, of NFTs that we're going to be launching will be, be via passage via their marketplace. Um, however, we are looking to launch, um, onboarded artists nfts on on uh, it's possibly going to be on juno by the looks of things that'll be the the ideal scenario for as we obviously we, we um have got a lot of respect for the for, for what juno stands for and obviously it's in our name with decentralization so um it'd be great to, to work with the juno guys and, and launch across there and kind of onboard the next wave of creatives into the the juno space um but yeah no it's um yeah it's really interesting to get feedback love love the the work that the guys at uh, Loop are doing, um, super hardworking team, um, really good at educating as well. I think the, the fact that they're so community focused and looking to educate people, um, and there's so many great people in the cosmos as well, from you know Liam Connor and uh, CryptoCito and so many others that are willing to put educational videos together. I think that's really important and one of our kind of what really drove us to, to to the cosmos, to be honest, was the fact that everyone's willing to educate and help people out, onboard new people, and, and teach new people about how to use the different platforms and protocols there. So, um, no, I appreciate that. Thank you for your for your feedback, and um, I'll clear the floor, Super Terra, unless anyone's got any questions for me. Well, I guess not so much a question, but more. I just love that tonight has been one of the best spaces for Alpha for ages. Um, so, no, thank you. I think that's really exciting. I mean, I know the the Passage 3D guys as well. So I think that, that's that's great news uh, that, that you're getting involved with them. And obviously, I know the Loop guys very well. So fantastic that that's that's a, a, an opportunity as well. And obviously, I know you and I have had our own quite tremendous uh, journey with many many ups and many downs in this last uh, sort of uh, 18 months to two years and uh, great to see that that uh, you know the central fest is really moving um, in the right direction positively having you know dealt with a massive seismic shift that we all did i think as well i'm really excited to see obviously it didn't escape my notice that you mentioned about the fact that um you're going to be massively ramping up your marketing and and, and uh, everything else over the next uh, few weeks. Uh, I think uh, uh, a shameless request from me to to, to get involved in the spaces with with your good selves uh, when the time is right, because uh, I, I always enjoy hearing all the things that are happening around around the um, around the uh, crypto community, and I'm particularly excited. I've already got it penciled in for. Uh, June of, of 2023. I think I penciled it in right from the very off. I know that the date hasn't been fully confirmed. There's been lots of yeah, obstacles and challenges, but but that's something I'm absolutely looking forward to. And I think it would be fantastic to be uh, um, even just a small part of us, as you know. So, uh, no, great. Um, I think also I really like the fact that the NFT concept is looking at onboarding artists to the cosmos as well. I think that, that's that's very powerful indeed. So uh, lots more to uh, to uh, explore and unpack in, in future spaces there. So thank you very much for uh, stepping forward forward and sharing that um 
I think uh, I don't know if 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 Oko, you have any questions as well. Um, I would again maybe have a question out of personal curiosity. Um, <laughs> if decentralized is up for it, shoot far away. So Stone Ducks has music too, as you as you know. We already chatted a bit, and um, I would uh, like to to connect there. So let's uh, let's let's chat maybe in a few days. Yeah, definitely. We I think with the last time we spoke, I was actually out in Austin. Uh, exactly. For, yeah. 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 We were. Uh, I think Ian and I we were in a, a hotel bar somewhere. Um, maybe even with some of the Loop team, and definitely with uh, with Cody from from Andromeda at the time. So yeah, it's it's a small world, crypto, and even it to, even to the, <laughs> and even to the point that where Super Terra was talking about Rebel DeFi's Galactic Punk. Uh, t-shirt i was actually there at the time and uh, we were slowly drowning our sorrows while uh, terra luna was was crumbling around us so um yeah, yeah small world <laughs> <laughs> small world and it's good that we can laugh about it now and, and and build on it's important yeah i think the humor is so important in situations like these if we just kept on um feeling pity for ourselves we we wouldn't get shit done and I must admit, at some point, I must draw a line under it and say, and stop mentioning the terror crash because it's probably very boring for people <laughs> outside of the terror space. It's kind of it's that classic thing, you know. The the uh, depends on 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 your kind of your age group. That there's always an event that people of a certain group talk about, and they always talk about it. So, for example, in England. Uh, not my generation because I wasn't alive, but the generation before still talk about 1966. And I'm like, come on, guys, you know, a lot's happened since then. Admittedly, England's never won a major tournament, and the men's side hasn't anyway. But uh, <laughs> there's always this generation that bangs on about that team, and I have this, I, have, I sort of depress them sometimes by going through the starting eleven. I think nine of them are dead now. But anyway, I guess the point is, uh, we, we we'll move on a lot quicker than that from the terror collapse. Um, I'm still under debate as to whether to change my name, but I think it's as it was born out of fire and nearly destroyed by fire. I think I'll keep it. That'll be the one reminder. And, and you could uh, just say you are super terror. Like that was terror, but you you are super terror. <laughs> you are that great. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, but no, I mean, uh, in all seriousness, one of the things I am keen to do is 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 move away from that uh, and actually, you know, now oh, I think we've had enough time for us to say uh, I certainly feel like I've bounced if not in the financial sense because that certainly hasn't happened yet but in certainly a, a kind of a, a sense of self I think we're bigger than we were if that if that makes any sense whatsoever to anyone being very philosophical for a moment there I know uh, Oko you and I have had many philosophical chats and many more to come uh, perhaps that's our own bit of alpha that we can can drop at a later time as well oh so, yeah oh yeah yeah, uh, so <laughs> that's that's something I'm very excited about. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll leave that one there as as, as a personal tease. Um, so, Oko, I think you've been a wonderful uh, uh, foil, if you like, for for me this evening, as you often are. So, I really appreciate you joining, and I think it's only fair that you you, you have your moment to talk about the uh, the, the stone ducks and, and and the next stages and plans that you have. Hey, uh, yeah, thanks, man, and always a pleasure talking with you. It's it's one of the most natural and comforting spaces, to be honest, I'm, I'm on because uh, I really like the atmosphere and, and the people you invite. So thank you again for that. And uh, to the listeners, yeah, hey, it's, uh, it's me again, um, Orko from Sound Ducks here, um, aka SDSC. 
And uh, yeah, I'm the co-founder and SDLC member here tonight. And uh, our OG collection is flourishing. Um, SDLC is nearly finished with Roadmap V1 and female ducks are uh, now finally ready to spread their wings. And uh, the collection is going to launch soon. Um, F floor price-based staking is live. I'm going to explain that in a bit. Um, SDLC clothing is out. Um, comic is out. Music is out. Customizable baby ducks were airdropped to holders that customized them. Um, we now have two base events in our treasury for future metaverse access. And uh, yeah, we we really relentlessly working currently because uh, we are great believers in a viable product first before heavy marketing. Um, so you can create a sustainable project growth. And yeah, like I mentioned, female ducks are now on the horizon. Mint is on the sixth, uh, sixth for whitelist and on the seventh for sept of September for public mint. And mint price is 0.042 ETH for whitelist and 0.04640.0 ETH um, for the public mint. Um, that's based on uh, our premise to always incorporate uh, the number 420 or 42. And uh, supply for female ducks is only 2,420. But uh, what are female ducks, one could ask, and, and why should I, should I want one? Uh, well, it's our SCAC's uh, second collection, and it's dependent to the OG Stone Duck like the complementary collection that finalizes the set of the duck family. One could say our Macy to the original stone duck, and it's pretty wild and surreal. And the art is just mind boggling. I, I guarantee you that. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited as hell for that part of our journey. And female ducks will be the only collection stakeable for SDSC utility token next to the OG stone ducks. This will be possible right after mint close. And our rewards are floor price based. So what that means is once a month, our rewards change based off of average floor price for that month. So the higher the floor price, the more rewards you will earn. And if floor price sinks, so does release of SDAC token. So we kind of create a balanced and innovative idea of, of, of bringing an art value based ecosystem. Kind of imagine it like... Um, like uh, a utility com or a commodity backed um, by a Picasso, for instance. And what's so, spe so special about this and the integration of female ducks is that female ducks will be incorporated into that calculation. So both collections, the OG and the female ducks, shall become symbiotic and one validating set of art for the SDSC ecosystem. Um, therefore, floor price of stone ducks plus floor, floor price of female ducks in form of average sale price per month um, will be divided through a factor of two to equal the new average floor price per month. So no matter which collection flourishes, both uh, will earn the rewards from that because we don't want to create a second collection that never will reach the potential of the first one. And um, the collection size is smaller as the OG duck and each and every trait is even rarer and there are even more traits to uh, emphasize the uni uniqueness of each female duck. And of course, you will be able to access all advantages of the OG collection, uh, which include um, having a vote in the ecosystem, um, being able to stake female ducks for SDSC, um, and SDSC will be stakeable too to increase yield in an organic manner, which is very important since we have a halvening mechanism every three months 
halvening uh, the rewards to keep a sustainable price growth eventually. And um, yeah, you will get the second comic uh, for free if you have three or more female ducks. And for eight ducks, because we want to have people with skin in the game in our alpha group, you will get uh, alpha access, which offers everything from promotion, trading knowledge, footprints, tutorials, member connections, um, alpha own rewards and entertainment products, etc. And yeah, again, public mint is on the 7th of September, whitelist on the 6th of September, supplies only 2,420. It's going to be amazing and um, it will be directly deployed into all that we built so far. And yeah, that's, uh, that's a brief summary, I think. As always, I love the way that this is so much thought development process and so many more layers to 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 everything that's that's being developed so uh, yeah i i i'm excited for those next phases and uh, i know you and i have spoken many times but uh, but i think it's um, a really a really exciting uh, project i think anything that's as successful in the bear will be very well placed for the next uh, bull market which will happen uh, there's lots of naysayers around, and the world is a little bit challenging right now. But uh, but that uh, but that better time will come. I think uh, the fact alone that we are having a spaces right now with many listeners proves that. Because in the last year, 2018, um, if you tried to to write in a Telegram group from back then where there were 16,000 members, no one was answering at all, and it was completely dead. So. You can see that we multiplied uh, the community and people interested into crypto by many fold in the last years. And I think that alone will be the reason why, it, why we will see another bull run. Absolutely. And it comes back to that broader scale adoption. And I know even sort of within this space, there have been quite a few shocks. And let's, let's not deny it. And I didn't want to mention it again tonight, but, but I feel it's a logical one to do so. Anything that is a negative event it, it is then perceived as a barrier from those outside of the space looking to come in and it's it's how the space that evolves addresses those challenges because they are legitimate challenges and concerns there are a lot of people myself included um who, who, who got heavily burnt by that how do we then reassure those that are outside of the space or novices to the space if it's their first bad experience that they should then continue and come back I think a big potential lies in having audits for NFTs as well as for protocols. So if new users can just go to a website where audits are presented, that would very much help uh, preventing the typical rug behavior. Because the normal user will, I don't know, see an Instagram um uh, Instagram influencer shilling a Solana NFT, will buy it and it will rock. And of course, uh, then this user will quit, quit the crypto space. And that's not what we want. So I think to prevent uh, over centralization and um, uh, a too harsh control in this space, but to also give security audits of the code are the way. Absolutely. I think the other thing about this space is there's a really transparent opportunity to, to show, you know, the source of everything and, and the background to everything. And, and that, that should hopefully give you know, confidence to, to, uh, to those looking to study 
and invest in future. So I think maybe that's that's um, that's the strength of decentralization. And maybe to put on a positive note, I don't know if any of you heard it, but today uh, <clears throat> Pudgy Penguin was purchased for 400 ETH. So if in the beer market a Pudgy Penguin is purchased for 400 ETH, that shows how much growth potential is in this industry. And I think many, we all hear this, ah, we are early, we are early, but many don't realize that we really are at the stage of, let's compare to the internet, we maybe are at the stage of 80s computers, you know, like Commodore. <laughs> but Windows hasn't even been invented yet. That's how early we are. Like, there's no uh, yet prevalent and dominant uh, build on the blockchain. And that speaks, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's a good uh, a good view because I'm sort of casting my mind back. So I'm I'm old enough to remember that whole plethora of different um, machines and operating systems from the 1980s. You're absolutely right. I mean, we're exactly came... at that point. Like many chains, and we don't know which one will prevail. Of course, uh, ETH is is not looking bad, but I think uh, it will be like um, like the computer industry. So there maybe will be three or four main platforms so like macintosh windows and linux and then maybe i don't know that just talking out of my ass um <laughs> eth cosmos and uh, unknown third maybe let's say solana yeah that's interesting or oh, oh, all the third could even be one as yet not yet conceived oh absolutely yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting debate point, and I actually think this is a good point to uh, to round things off. I think we've had a very good, uh, open, and enjoyable discussion as always. Um, I, I think for me, um, you know, some excellent guests. Uh, I know um, I can see Decentral Fest have dropped off as well by the looks of things on my screen, but thank you for for coming up and sharing. Uh, also, we had uh, the excellent uh, contribution from Brendan from um, Andromeda, and of course. Uh, the wonderful Stone Oco, uh, as always, a pleasure to to have you on 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 the on this space. Um, hopefully next week. Um, I mean, I'll certainly be back anyway, and possibly before then with some other spaces, to be honest. But um, in terms of the weekly spaces, next week, hopefully, um, I will be possibly a different time, but. Um, continuing the regular space that, that I have with, with, with Simon Chadwick. Uh, we just need to work out logistics of when a time is good because it is really super crazy late for him. Oh, so crazy early depends. How you, what is your definition, actually? That, there, let's, I'll leave it on. One last question, uh, Stone Docker, before we close off. At what point do things stop being super late and start being super early? So what I mean by this is, say you stay up until 2 a.m., you'd say that's super late. If you stay up until 5 a.m., You'd almost say that's super early in the day, but it's super late from the night before. What, what, what's the pivot point? So since I am basically living um, after EST time, but I am uh, sitting here in Germany, uh, I may be the wrong person to ask that because I'm usually awake uh, until 3 or 4 a.m. Um, so that would be late or maybe normal late evening for me, yeah. Um, but uh, just to maybe to give a quick uh, final answer, it just depends on when you wake up. So I think it's only dependent on how long you are awake for. If it's 12 hours after you woke up, that's not that late. If it's 17 hours after you woke up, well, that's pretty late. <laughs> 
Uh, that's a good answer because I guess for me, thinking about today, I've been awake since about six slash six thirty, and it's now uh, ten at night. Which would, yeah, that would be a good sixteen hours after I've, I've woken. So no, that's that's good. That's good. I like that logic. I was just thinking about you know, if you stay up till one, it's late. But if you stay up till five, it's early. But it's not early for you. It's early in the next day. <laughs> Anyway, um, a nonsense waffly end, but as always, absolute pleasure and thank you for for everyone who's joined us, both listening and contributing uh, to to the discussion. Um, I I always close off with a thank you to Finn and Terra Spaces for the excellent work that you do as well. Thank you as well to Loop for kindly stepping into co-host and and obviously great to to feature the Tradors uh, and the Mint that is ongoing. Uh, We also had some brief alpha from uh, Skeleton Punks that are looking to launch something new. Um, They weren't able to rejoin us, but I'm sure there'll be an opportunity for them to join join me again in the future. Uh, Lots of other alpha drops throughout the session. So thank you, everyone. And um, um, I'll be back soon and uh, uh, look forward to a very exciting autumn or fall, depending on the part of the world, or indeed actually technically spring, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, of building to come following this this interesting middle part of the year. So uh, wherever you are, good morning, good night, have a rest of your day, evening, morning, and um, speak soon. Stay safe. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Into the Cosmos, hosted by SuperTerra, recorded on Monday, August 22nd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket Like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes And take the rest and turn them into free bait Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase Running on empty from gassing up my teammates First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes impossible defending the plausible from end to demonstrable the mission isn't even worried about the clearance running interference till our enemies fear us we're only one disappearance away from a bad day everybody trying to save face on the last day feeling fancy about to pull out the mass eh? drop the eight ball in passing that's so passe i'm getting nasty you cannot put it past me a mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting feeling like a masterpiece looking like a tragedy trying to get through another day full of savagery getting headstrong from working in the mess hall all hands on deck waiting for our next haul i need the rest got big plans to eject so feed the grass and keep off the kleenex i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology i love to learn about how people make inferences how they draw conclusions and find patterns and information and in particular i'm interested in all that can go wrong uh, how an individual can be led astray by certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited.
Spaces.